Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Pour yourselves a drink from the non-globalist drinks cabinet. Grab some salted nuts and have a mingle with great people. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk, TNT. Hello! It's me, Abby Roberts. I've got no filter. It's just me. It's just me straight down the camera. Welcome to the Abby Roberts Show here on TNT. It's great to see you all. Thank you so much for tuning in yesterday. I had lots of people in the live chat. Delighted to be here at TNT. Um, today's news talk. Uh, and we've got a wonderful, wonderful packed show ahead. We've got a great guest, David Curtis will be on later. He's the leader of the Heritage Party. So very, very excited. And um, yeah, so just delighted to be. This is my second show. Yesterday, I've got to, I've got to say I had had five coffees before I started. So I was a bit like... <laughs> It was like kind of Robin Williams, you know, with uh, with tits. So I do I do apologise if I'm a bit manic, but here we go. Let's just, let's slide in gently. That was a sip of water. Right, now... You are the most important part of this show. The listeners, the viewers, I want to know what you've got to say. So you can contact me on the live chat, which you can find on the website, which is tntradio.live. Or guess what? Because we're in the modern world, you can also download the app onto your phone. And if you haven't got apps on your phone, what the hell are you doing with your life? It's not 1982. So, uh, and oh, there's other ways as well. You can email me. Good quick, I've got to remember all this stuff. You can email me at Abby, so it's Abby Roberts dot radio. What is it again? Abby Roberts at tntradio.live. Have you got that? Abby Roberts at tntradio.live. You can email me or you can send me a pigeon. Or if you're somewhere around the world, maybe just set sail and we'll meet in the middle. So you've got all those things right. Oh, and you can call me. But we'll be bringing up the details for how you can call me a bit later on because there's lots of numbers for the UK, US and Canada and anywhere else in the world. Oh, and of course, Australia. God bless you. Australians listening. Thank you so much as well for tuning in because TNT of course is an Aussie uh is an Aussie company so god bless you all and what's the weather like with you by the way guys over there because it is uh in the UK in London it is effing freezing it's brass monkey weather and I was looking at um you know the the, the saying about you could freeze the the balls off a brass monkey apparently it's some military term and there is a brass monkey is it in in I think in Stanthrop in Queensland so I'm just looking in the chat and seeing if uh, I've got that right. Stanthrop in Queensland, and it's so it's a it's a brass monkey complete with balls, and that's what I love about you, Australia. You don't mess around. You're just like we're going to have a brass monkey, and we're going to have the balls included in the statue. You see, we we don't do that in London because we got Sadiq Khan as a mayor. What an absolute tosser he is. London, let me tell. Well, I'll be talking to David Curtin about this. Has gone right down the shitter. I'm a proud Londoner, lived here most of my life, and I can tell you what, he's destroyed London. Um, so let's, oh, someone's sending a pigeon, a pigeon in the live chat. That's good. Uh, Chris Littlewood, hello, my lovely. Chris Littlewood, uh, oh, someone's put too hot and sticky. Is that me? Is that my Is that my appearance? Uh, thanks so much for that. I've got to say, I'm looking, I am looking in the, uh, the monitor, and uh, my hair does look, it looks like there's been an explosion in a wig factory. 
It's wonderful. Um, now, let's get to what has been grabbing my attention in the news. Some topical stuff. Uh, so for people not in the UK, I'm going to read out some newspapers, some little articles of the kind of news that we're being peddled here. And it'll probably be similar around the world. Let's have a little look in the metro. Uh .co.uk. Well, there's a man on the front with a tan. Uh, and honestly, the whiff of soy I'm getting is it's quite potent, to be honest with you. So let's have a little look at, uh, at one of these headlines. Road injury disparities mapped out. A pioneering new tool, the first of its kind in Europe, shows how living in poorer areas is linked to higher road casualty levels. Data from TfL's new inequalities dashboard. Are we getting that? Inequalities dashboard. Well, so the dashboard is there going, oh, yeah, we've got to, like, we've got to be like, really careful like who we run over uh, because it might be somebody, um, you know, BAME or something, you know, somebody um, maybe, maybe with already with a disability. Or you could run them over and have a double whammy. Because if you run, is that right? You run over with a disability and then do you, do you score more points? Um, so uh, in deprived areas are almost twice at risk of being killed or seriously injured in a road traffic collision compared to people from the least deprived postcodes. What a load of absolute bollocks. That's trying to get people away from cars. That's the messaging. Right. So Metro. Right. That's that's that. Uh, oh, should we have a look at The Guardian? Because that's always a laugh. Uh, I call it the Grawniad. Or bullshit rag uh, is another word. Let's have a little look and see what's happening in, in The Guardian. Oh, getting all your jabs saves lives, UK COVID study finds. Who did the study? Brass monkeys? Good grief. Older people are being urged to get fully vaccinated against, against I call it the covid you know, in an Irish accent, because the COVID, it just sounds fucking stupid, doesn't it? The COVID, as a, as a world first study, shows thousands of hospital admissions and deaths in the UK could have been avoided if everyone had received all their doses. You know what? I've had none. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm quite a hefty lass. I'm not as hefty as I was three years ago. So let me tell you, I've had none. I was meant to be at high risk because, you know, my diet's not the healthiest. I like the odd cigarette and some other naughty substances. Still alive, guys. It's a miracle. I'm 53. By the way, ladies, don't lie about your age. So let's throw the Guardian in the bin. Goodbye. Don't, don't lie about your age. Do you know why? People will catch you out because I remember a few a couple of years ago I was going yes yes I'm um, yes I'm 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 for, I'm forty forty four forty five and then I started telling stories about living in Russia in the nineties and you could see the person going like that. Trust me, much better to I actually I'm going to start saying I'm seventy. People will go, wow, what's your secret? Well, I do put certain substances on my face first thing in the morning. I've got to be careful, though, because, you know, it's, an, it's a morning show and I'm a stand up. I do mostly nighttime stuff. So I am keeping it clean, guys. Keep it clean. Let's have a little look at um, the eye paper. Eye for ignorant bastards. Right. Under health. Oh, this should be good. Under vaccination led to higher COVID deaths. People aged five and over were looked at with under vaccination defined as not having had all doses for which they were el eligible. People aged five. All I can say is 
if you support this stuff, like that's going on the floor, if you support this stuff, you are bootlicking bastards because um, it's it's dystopian. The level of uh, of stuff with these uh, the vaccines, and everything, and we're going to talk a bit about that uh, to David later on. Let's have a look at the times. What are the times? World on perilous path to war within five years. Shapps warns. Now Grant Shapps um, is uh, is is minister for uh, well, he's defence minister. She says quickly, uh, grappling for honestly. There's so there's been so many different people in this uh, in this role. Uh, of course, all their friends being invited in uh, by Rishi Sunak, the tiny dwarf. Um, wars involving Russia. China, this, is, this is the head. This is what uh, this is what it says. Wars involving Russia, China, Iran and North Korea could erupt in the next five years, the Defence Secretary has said. Oh, happy days. Oh, joyous. So if you're young and carefree and you think, hmm, what a wonderful world. I've just been locked in my frigging home for a couple of years by despotic wankers. Uh, and now and there's no jobs. Um, and, uh, and and I can be I, I'm a boy, but I can become a girl, apparently. Oh, and the world's going to burn and everything. But don't worry, because we're probably going to go to war with five different countries oh joyous and rapture um what an absolute load of rubbish and also this five-year business what is this what is he stalin the five-year plan yeah you are um so ignore that oh and here's uh, another thing that's just uh been drawn to my attention the worried children of today want a serious word apparently and i don't mean having a word with them saying get off you know get back from behind the bike sheds Asked a decade ago what their word of the year was, British youngsters opted for something predictably childish. Minion, a servant or unimportant person, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, or for the under-14s of 2014, a small, yellow, one-eyed creature in dungarees brought to life in the animated film Despicable Me. But now, after Brexit, a pandemic, and the death of a sovereign, <laughs> a sovereign who... Push the jabs, by the way. It seems that children have much more grown-up concerns. According to Oxford University Press, do you know what? Nobody ever bothered going to Oxford or Cambridge. They're full of tossers. The children's word of the year for 2023 was climate change. Climate change? Followed in close second by war. And in third place was coronation. Oh, my God! Piss off. When I was that age, my words were Duran Duran, Revlon, and oh, I had a crush on an Australian boy called Shane when I was about, uh, yeah, about 12, 30. He was absolutely gorgeous. Everyone fancied him, but he went off with Julie Clancy. She was a bit of a slag. Right. Uh, what have we got? We've got a last one. How are we doing for time? Oh, I haven't even looked at the chat yet. Let's have a quick look at one last thing here the Daily Mail, the Daily Fail. The Daily Hoyle. BBC's, uh, oh, BBC's court powers as bad as, the, as those of the Post. Oh, no, I was reading the wrong. <laughs> I'm reading the wrong article. Oh, let's have a little look at him. Can you see? Uh, W.E.F. King. King Charles. Charles's regal new portrait to be hung in halls across the land. Let me tell you. King Charles is a sausage-fingered WEF climate fear porn propagandising traitorous wanker. And as Princess Diana would say, just ignore him. He's a stupid bastard.
That went a bit. That went a bit Margaret Thatcher. Right. What do you want? That's why they pay me the big bucks. Um, where are we time wise? We're oh okay. Uh, let's have a little look at the chat. Okay, we've got um, people going. Watch your language, Abs. Don't worry. Mind your language. Um, so Baroness. Oh. Oh, someone, she's put, you're not welcome here, go away. It's obviously a troll. Do you know what? I don't know why. Trolls just, they just wash off me. I'm like, I don't care. After, I was arrested last year by the Metropolitan Police for swearing. Do you think I give a shit about trolls? No, not in the slightest. Oh, somebody, Peter Folder says, well said, abs, fully agree. Don't know what you agree with, but presumably all of it. Oh, <laughs> Mabel Boyd said about King Charles, I forgot pedo, allegedly. Allegedly, because, you know, uh, allegedly, she says very quickly, um, right, someone's put LOL, uh, ignore, oh yeah, there's there's obviously some, there's obviously some trolls in there. Do you know what? There's always, do you know what? They're always really sad, sad little people going, <laughs> typing from their mother's basement, wearing probably women's clothing, like, you know, a bit like, um, what's his name? Um, Oh, psycho. Yeah. Norman? Norman! It's like literally, hee <laughs> hee, Roberts. Do you think I care? Do you think I care? You you and your little um, your little uh, basement dwelling troglodyte. Um, morning, Abby, loving the show. That's Dub Wayne. Hello, Wayno. Hello. I think it's Wayne, who I know. It may be, I don't know. Um uh by the way, she, oh, yes. Uh <laughs> yes, we do have we do have somebody we do have a bit of a troll. Do you know what? I've got one. It's really weird. I've got one troll who like follows. It's really weird. So um, yeah, I don't really I don't really care. Like I said, I've been I've been through worse. Um, right. Let's have a little uh little look uh little lookouts at what is going on uh in the chat. Oh my god, literally we do have we do have a troll who seems to be taking over. I won't mention trolls again, um, because uh oh, someone says Nonya Business says, love this show already. Um oh, Nock says, I'm pissing myself here. Thanks, Abby. Actually, this is a good lesson, you know. With all that you know, in life, um there's neg you know, there's lots of good stuff going on, like with my show, this TNT show, and then it's always, isn't it, the little negative that you go, meet me, like you have a little negative voice. So the lesson is Ignore, ignore the negative vibes. Just go for the positive. Uh, that's what I do. And actually, you know what? It's been the last few uh, couple of weeks has been a bit weird because um, I didn't tell you yesterday. I had mice in my flat. Um, it was delightful. I literally walked in and there was uh, there was one coming out the bottom of the fridge. It was, it was this was in the afternoon. I was like, what the hell are you doing here? Ridiculous. And apparently, you know, according to the pest control guy, so I had one out of the fridge. Um, do talk. Do tell me in your live chat about your about your rodent situation. I know in Australia you'll be going. <laughs> you have no idea, mate, about creatures. We've got ones this size. I mean, this was like about that. I think it was a, um, an adolescent mouse because according to pest control, um, adolescent mice they get booted out of the nest if it's a bit full, and it's kind of like um, that. It's kind of like you know they've been playing their music too loud. In the nest, and they're like, "Oh, just get out of." So there's literally like, you know, grumpy mice, adolescent mice. Going, oh God, we yeah, we've had to be like leave the nest, and like now we're like, "Oh, who's this woman that whose flat we're in?" So it was a little bit like, "Oh Christ, oh, is, is that somebody at the door? Is somebody at the door?" Right. Um, now we have got a fantastic guest for you. So um, 
In fact, are we going to a break now? Yes, we are. Guys, we're going to a break. Don't go anywhere or I'll hunt you down like a rabid dog. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Pervoye Morich. He details factually how Russia is rolling out the algorithm ghetto. Um, you know, the, the, the multipolar edition of the algorithm ghetto, a prototype of a traffic light that records traffic violations by a pedestrian at a crossing was tested in Moscow. So Russians now, they'll, they'll have a, the government will take a snapshot of their face and then run that through the databases to figure out who is who and then find them, uh, I suppose. Uh, and then, you know, he, he points out that there are a lot of developments now, Moscow 2030, it's, it's uh, they want to make uh, Moscow achieve smart city status. Uh, and there's just, you know, you, you look at the white papers, Moscow and Russia are all in on Agenda 2030, smart cities, algorithm ghetto, digital IDs. Pervoye Morich on today's News Talk TNT. I wanted to alleviate my pain. I also didn't want to be who I was. I always just felt like there was just something wrong with me, and I was trying to figure it out, and I used the internet to help me do that. Seemingly out of nowhere, we've suddenly seen a huge spike in media depictions and social media depictions of transgenderism. It's even reached the mainstream advertising world. The people who are consuming this are children, 13, 14, 15 years old, and it's so easy for them to literally be groomed. I just woke up one day, looked at myself in the mirror, and asked myself, what the heck am I doing? When trans-identified kids are referred to specialized gender clinics, they're often told that they're going to get comprehensive, multidisciplinary mental health assessments. We know that that's not true. I was easy to manipulate. The ideology that has become dominant at these clinics is that trans kids know who they are, and therefore to question them is completely taboo. My childhood was ruined. Who's there for their detransitioning? Nobody. Nobody would help me because they had more concerns of me reversing everything. Did this thing to alleviate this gender dysphoria that wasn't there before, but you made it into a problem, and now your body image issues are worse. That's not supposed to happen. What do we do now? D-Trans, the dangers of gender-affirming care. For more information, go to PragerU.com. Stay with Abby Roberts and speak your mind. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hello and welcome back. I'm Abby Roberts. This is the Abby Roberts Show here on TNT. And I'm very excited because I've got a fantastic guest it is the leader of the Heritage Party, David Curtin. Welcome, David. Hi, Thank you so much. It's really good to be with you on your new show. Oh, yeah, very exciting. And David, you said you, you've got a jacket on. You've made an effort, at least. <laughs> I, on the other hand, look like I've rolled out of bed. But that's the, that's the way I roll. No filters, literally no filters on me. Um, so before we, uh, before we crack on with um, so the Heritage Party, wonderful party. I've met you on a load of the marches. You, you were the only person, politician, on any of the, we'll get to this in a bit, on the minor, what I call the smaller parties who bothered to turn up. 
to all the marches uh, the, uh, against the lockdowns and the vaccines. So for that, sir, you should be given the highest honour alone. Before we um, we crack on with the, the chat, I'm going to uh, ask the uh, to play the first clip, which is of Richard Tice and Dr David Bull chatting. If we could, if we could play there that are a couple clip. of things I'm very worried about. One is the low uptake of vaccine by BAME mm -hmm. uh, communities. And we just really need to emphasise to them that this is really important. Yep. And the other thing is about caregivers. They really must yes. be vaccinated because otherwise they're putting elderly and vulnerable people at risk. Well, it's absolutely critical to their job, surely. I mean, I, it is. I don't see how they can do the job if they're not prepared to be vaccinated. And of course, you see in the UK, we don't believe in compulsory vaccination. Now, you can argue whether that's the right or wrong thing. But the one thing I will tell you is there's no way you're travelling abroad without a vaccine because the airlines are going to demand it and so are other countries. But there are many jobs where actually a, a certain level of training um, or ability is required to do the job. And yeah. surely, if you're going to be a care worker, then you must be vaccinated in order to protect um, the, uh, the, the residents. Yeah. And that was Richard Tice, who is uh, leader of the Reform Party, and Dr David Bull, his uh, shilling, traitorous uh, doctor friend. David, let's talk about uh, so your heritage. Let's talk about that party that seems to be gaining some kind of traction. I'm not really sure why. And your views on the, on the uh, COVID and the vaccines. Well, the clip you showed, I've seen it a number of times and it's absolutely yeah. deplorable, isn't it? They were just following yeah. the mainstream line, the government line, the line which has been pushed out by all the nudge units and behavioural mm. psychology units to try to get people to take what they call an a vaccine, I call an experimental injection. And particularly what is so odious about that is they're talking about the care home workers and the no jab, no job regulations that were rolled out later by the government and 40,000 plus care home workers lost their their jobs and you know yeah. i don't say this very often but i did actually work for the workers of england union as a representative at the time and they were the only union that was actually willing to support care home workers and the attack on them uh, by the government and then they also got the care homes to you know attack their livelihoods i, I actually managed to keep some care home workers their jobs but sadly mm -hmm. some of them didn't and they were distraught so i know people personally who were affected by that and there you've got tyson bull you know just yep. spouting off this stuff about how they shouldn't be allowed to go to work and you know you think they're the saviors of the country no absolutely yeah. not they're the exact opposite of that yes exactly david i'm so glad you because i was thinking you know when i when i was when i watched that clip again because obviously there's a few clips like that you know it's not just uh, that one in 2021 i mean we're talking there's a few where richard tice is saying things about uh, the vaccine about the your, your ex sorry experimental injections as you quite rightly say and yet why are people's standards so low what 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 is it about people's have they got amnesia david uh, about uh, what these people have said over the last 3 years you know, I think there's there's different kinds of people. I mean, there's people like us yeah. who, who actually see through it and are never going to go and trust them because they remember what happened. But then you've got, you know, what I would call normies who have got very short memories. Yeah. And, you know, what yes. happened a month ago, they don't even think about it. They just forget it. And they just, you know, go with the flow of whatever is served up to them today by the mainstream media. You know, those people, yes. some of them are bad people. Some of them are good people. But really, they need to engage their brain a little bit more. 
more and have a little bit more critical thinking about what's going on because you know we are in a dire situation at the moment in this country and all around the world i mean especially in the western world our our freedom our democracy is is under attack like never before and people have really got to get involved in the thing that is going to um stop our civilization from being crashed to the ground Yes, yes, exactly. And um, what what uh, what are your sort of thoughts about the next? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll play um, the next clip in a, in a little bit. I just want to ask you though, what your thoughts are on how we how we get out of this without involving the likes of Tice and I'm going to include Farage in this. We, I, I call them sort of well, they 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 they're part of the establishment, are they? They're part of the the what I call the suit the, the suits, you know, the the guys in dark suits who just are from. They're, they're all the same. Whereas I. See See you as very much like someone who broke away and went, no, these are my principles. These are my morals. I'm going to, this is a new kind of politics that we're having here. Yeah, well, it's a funny thing, eh? because I got involved in politics, first of all, in 2012, 2013, and I joined UKIP, yeah. you know, and Farage was the yeah. leader of UKIP at that time. And I was very starry eyed about him then because, you know, the yeah. things that got interested and I, I needed to get involved in was the EU, where that was going and political yes. correctness and how that was yeah. already taking away our freedoms. But, you know, I've seen through that now. And, you know, now I see this new party, what it was reform, as it's called. It, it's yeah. really is a tour pressure valve to be honest you know the, <laughs> it is, yeah. the fake conservatives as i call them are crashing into the ground people are so disgusted with them you know about mm-hmm. immigration about how they've wrecked the economy about what they're doing to our energy infrastructure following all this climate alarmist net zero narrative so reform yeah. is there as a pressure valve and it's it's you know it's being puffed up constantly and incessantly by mainstream media channels you know including you know some that i've appeared on before and you've appeared yes. on before that yes. i guess will remain yes, famous yes. you know i'm yes. puffing them at the moment but we're yes. being sidelined you know i mean i've now written the manifesto the heritage party manifesto in yeah. terms of positive principles that i think we need for the country and you know to but I get, I don't get cancelled. I just get ignored. You know, I, I don't get much traction on the mainstream. It's like they don't even say anything about us because it's like yeah. they don't want people to even hear our name. But the name yes. of the Heritage Party is getting out through social yes. media. You know, through talking to you and other people. Yeah. You know, who yeah. who really know what's going on. So yes. um, this is what we need, and and people yes. need to understand the differences between the different challenger parties. Yes. And do you think um, do you think that and I know you've heard this? Or we've, we've both heard this argument before that people need to join together. I know that's probably you've probably heard all this, you know, reform, heritage. What, what's the other one? Reclaim that I used to uh, be involved with until Lawrence Fox went completely off the rails. But anyway, that's one of those things. You know, like you said, you, you have a journey, don't you, in with these things and then you suddenly end up where you need to be. So what are your what are your thoughts on that, on the amalgamation of, of the parties? Look, I get asked this a lot, and it's it's a very yeah. good question. You know, why people want to know this because you know, if you don't actually look at the manifesto and you know look into things, you might think, oh, well, they're all the same. If you just see one or two key yeah. words, you know, immigration or something. But no, I think we are very, very different to the others. And you know, you've mentioned yeah. two specific parties there. So reform, you know, we talked about that a bit. They supported the jabs. They supported no no jab, no job. They support escalating. They're, yeah, they're now yeah. supporting military action in in the Red Sea and so on. We're against yeah, all of those. Yeah. 
So yes. We are not for coerced injections. I'm against them, you know, entirely. I don't even call them vaccines, as I said. We're, we're the yes. only, if you like, right-wing party that is anti-war. Yes. You know, we're not a yes. neo party that is beholden to the American yeah. military-industrial complex. We are for this country and the people of this country and putting yeah. our nation and our interests first, you know? And, yes. and that means that we don't get involved and entangled in conflicts which don't involve us, um, you know, and yeah. we end up spending billions and billions of pounds and killing hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, it, yes. and causing new migration crises which go yes. against the very thing that everybody else says they're against which is mass immigration so you know their position doesn't make any sense and you also mentioned reclaim you know i think reclaim has two members well now one member <laughs> i would say it was lawrence fox and andrew bridging but andrew it, it, it went well it went well that didn't it when andrew bridging was a well, member for all of three minutes and then just bailed out I wonder what that's about. Yeah. Anyway, yes, a bit, a bit murky, but anyway, al allegedly, she says very quickly. And I wanted to ask you, David, how did you get started? What, 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 why politics for you? How did you get started? Well, I mean, uh, I was a chemistry teacher for 20 years or so, you know, for I did, uh, I went to university in St. Andrews, did chemistry and I did teacher training. And then I, I that's what I did uh, as, as a career. But, you know, I got involved in politics, you know, as I said, about 10 years ago, because I was increasingly concerned about things that were happening, as I said before, the EU, TTIP, this big um, contract that they were going to do, which was going to take away democracy um, and, and how, you know, political correctness now i i more um call it cultural marxism because i've looked into it and and that is something that i think people need to be aware of and uh how it is affecting every aspect of our society and although i i've always been interested in current affairs and politics but yeah i i got involved and and i joined ukip back in the day and i stood for parliament the first time in 2015 and then i stood for the london assembly and remarkably i was second on the list and got on and uh that was incredible that was just you know the doors opened for me so you know i thank god for that and uh i spent five years then questioning sadiq khan in the london assembly which was a very good thing to do because there's an awful lot to question and you know clips of me questioning him on grooming gangs on transgenderism and you know vaccines as well injections lockdowns yeah. you know are still there for people to see um so that's why I got involved but I thought you know at the time about 2020 there was there was no real old traditional kind of conservative party that you know the majority of the country would agree with that just has common sense principles that are going to build things up rather than knock things down so I started I I started the heritage party and wrote the manifesto registered us and then yeah we went from there so I'm so glad did I did that four years ago did you did you when you were um a te in teaching did you see a change did you see something in the education system then that made your uh, you know sort of like rang the alarm bells ring got the arm back back then was there something sh shifting then do you think Look, I started teaching in the mid 90s and I guess the last teaching job I did was 2016. And I, I spent a lot of time using my job and career to, to travel abroad. So I taught in Bosnia and uh, Botswana, America, Bermuda, other places. And that, that was wonderful. But, you know, as time goes on, there's more regulations, more restrictions. You become, 
less free to to do what you used to do before i mean you know in in the 1990s i used to you know have a bit of a joke with the six formers and so on you know but you do that now you might get you know dragged before a disciplinary committee for saying something yes. inappropriate and you know yeah. i mean it's Crazy. sort of the, the whole transgenderism and thing start was starting to come in you know at the end of my last teaching job but you know now um seven years later it, it's just ubiquitous it's everywhere it's in your face and you know if i went back to teach again i probably would get thrown out within an hour because someone would say oh you know i'm a girl and i'd say don't be ridiculous you're you're not a girl you're a boy and they sort of like or, you know yeah or, um, or like, or, or, or like I, i'm a, i'm a cat it's like isn't it yeah. other people now that kids say i'm a cat so please treat me appropriately or what you meant to like put a little carve a little hole at the bottom of the the classroom door like a cat flap <laughs> And like, like a bowl of food. I mean, it's kind of it, that's how crazy it is, isn't it? Um, just before we um, just carry on, I think we've got time for one last clip, and this is to do with the WEF. Well, we've got a little bit you for a little bit more. So I just want to play the second clip uh, for David, which is Tony Blair. In the end, you you you, you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple. There'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for uh, a pandemic or for, um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. Thank you. Thank you, uh, you evil, you evil bastard. Uh, not you, David, uh, Tony Blair. So what do we, what do we think? That's, the dub, that's him at the WEF last year, um, basically saying everyone's medical records were going to be digitised and actually that, that, that the, the medical the experiments, the injections were going to be compulsory. What, what do we think of him? What do you think of WEF? What are your views? Oh, you know, I think most people, when they see Tony Blair, he makes their skin crawl, doesn't he? I mean, he's he's just so there's something so evil about him, you know. I think, and you know, not just him, but what he's actually trying to do, and yeah. you know, talking about collecting everybody's medical records, getting everyone injected with experimental mRNA multiple times, and then this leads into the whole fourth industrial revolution the whole big data scenario where everyone will be monitored and surveilled all the time the government the central bank will know everything about you everything about your medical records everything about your financial transactions and then they will be able to control you and manipulate you and direct you into a certain way so this is all about the elites the global elites bringing in a total surveillance and control system uh onto everybody in the world and this goes this is this is all part of agenda 2030 it's, it's part of the united nations 17 sustainable development goals I and mean, it's no it's not a conspiracy theory it's no secret it's out there in the open it's out there for everyone to read i mean even the uk government has got papers they published about the fourth industrial revolution and digital id and central bank digital currency so they're planning this and and you know they're all uh off on a jolly in davos this week to but it's not jolly because they're actually going to be uh, advancing their plans and making um, strategies to implement all of those things that Tony Blair there and other people uh, are saying that they want to do. So, you know, we need to stand up and resist this. Yeah, and 100%. And he, it's very sinister, as you say, and it is a sort of uh, long march through the institutions, isn't it? We're seeing a sort of global, uh, a, a sort of cuddly communism, which Tony Blair is absolutely 100% behind. 
which is yeah um we uh, we're, i'm going to um we haven't got a lot of time that much time left david but um i could literally talk to you i mean as you know we should talk all day but i've got <laughs> someone in the ear. i've got an australian yeah. voice in my ear going abby come on pack it in it's been long <laughs> enough now love um, or something like that. Um, but anyway, David, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do come back on. In fact, we've had a comment on the chat saying you'd make a great TNT host. So Marvelous. watch this, I would watch love this space. To join you. Yes. yes. God, ble God bless you and God bless Heritage, David, and keep doing what you're doing. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, Thank Abby. you. God bless you. Bye. Thank you very much. Bless you. Right. We are going to uh, a short break now. So, uh, don't go anywhere or I'll hunt you down again like a rabid dog. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. As a combat wounded veteran, I know how hard it is to come home and build a meaningful life. When I was in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. A rocket propelled grenade exploded right under my seat. Traumatic brain injury, a fractured pelvis, severe burns. They didn't think I was gonna make it. I had to learn to walk again and live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. With DAV on my side, I was able to pursue my dreams. If my story can touch a heart, it can change a life. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. LaToya Lucas. May your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hi, I'm Susan Lucci. I never thought about heart disease until I had my own heart event. I had a 90% blockage in my main artery and a 75% blockage in the adjacent artery. I received two stents in my arteries. Stents developed through research funded by the American Heart Association. Those stents saved my life. Learn more about the American Heart Association's life-saving work at helpheart.org. Pour yourselves a drink from the non-globalist drinks cabinet. Grab some salted nuts and have a mingle with great people. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Welcome back, everybody. It's me, Abby Roberts. This is the Abby Roberts Show on TNT, the free speech, no bullshit channel. So delighted to be back. Wasn't David Curtin fantastic? What a great guy. Heritage Party. Please, please support him. Because honestly, when he's talking about all that stuff, you know, the the, the digital ID, uh, WEF, um, not wanting to go to wars and spend billions of you know pounds on Ukraine and uh, the the mid the Red Sea stuff, the Houthi the Houthi stuff, all that uh, business. He's really awake, and especially with the thing, the vaccines, COVID, and the experimental jabs. Honestly, that guy was at every single march I went on. So it was like from 2021, so beginning of 2021, every single march, David was there, just mingling. You know, sort of not being all the like the, I'm the big I am. He was there. He was at vaccine, um, you know, the rallies, um, uh, talking about the vaccine harms and and uh, and deaths. Absolutely amazing man. So David Curtin, please, please do support him. Let's have a little look at the live chat before we get into the details for the phone calls. Bear with me because I haven't really looked at the chat. Oh, we've got, I think the troll's been booted out. Bye-bye now. Um, somebody said, oh yeah, yeah, I agree that David would be a good TNT host. There have been a couple of politicians from Australia with their own shows. So why not? Um, 
yeah, I tell you who I, I love is Malcolm Roberts. I think he's a Queensland, isn't he? Uh, Aussie politician. Got a lot of time for Malcolm, or obviously with Roberts, the surname Roberts. How could you go wrong? Um, David's been solid all down the line. Bumped into him on March's Good Guy. That's from Dan Anderson. Hello, Dan Anderson, spelt A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. So I'm assuming maybe like a Scandinavian background or something. Blair makes you cringe. Hang the war criminal. I mean, Blair is an evil, evil, evil person. Um, right. So let's get the phone details up. Because if you want to call me, call me. Maybe not on a phone like this. Maybe a rotary phone or something. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call one 888 201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Hello, and we have, uh, I recognise this name from yesterday, we have Siv SIV calling from Sydney. Siv, can you hear me, my darling? Yes, I, yes, I can. Um, the easiest way to remember me is there's no E in my name. Anything anybody tells me usually goes in one ear and out the other. But I've been practising <laughs> that joke for the last 30 years. So, you know, it's, it's one of those... Siv, I, I, lo- uh-huh. I love you. God bless you. Otherwise, there, there wouldn't be any callers if we didn't have, we didn't have you. So c- come on, my darling. What, what do you want to talk to me about well, today? Well, I'm going to ask you this. I'm, I'm going to pose... Uh, uh, a question to the very erudite Tony Blair, who is, who is, I mean, he's not there, but, you know. The question for people like him is, okay, that's nice, you want everything digitised and all the rest, but what happens if, like we had in Australia, I think it would have been a couple of months ago, when things just fall over? You know, we have either a hack attack or, you know, people lose their data. We had a system, we, we had a, a problem with one of our telephone companies where you couldn't even call out or text or do anything. You had to wait. I think the, the outage started at about 4 o'clock, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and it wasn't until 1 o'clock in the afternoon when that was all sorted out. So what happens if, you know, everything is all digitised and the data goes off into the ether and you can't retrieve it? Have you thought about that? No, you haven't. Yes. No, exactly. They haven't. Uh, they haven't thought about it. Um, yes. No. So, uh, can you see? Can you see me? All right. Is my is my uh, picture okay? I think uh, it says some, something about uh, my video might be a bit. Can you see me? All right, Siv. No. Well, I, I'm actually on the telephone, so I, I don't I don't get that oh, uh, privilege. And, and I've got to tell you, he's on the phone. For full disclosure, I, I actually don't have any sight, so you know that might be a, 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 best, a blessing or, or a curse or one of them, I don't know which. So you could yeah. probably tell me that you look like Marilyn Monroe and I'd say, oh, that's nice. You know, I mean, you, you well, could you know, do that. That's, well, I, I, I do. It's on, it's on cohesive. It's, it's amazing. So, um, so, so, did you? Are you definitely in Sydney? Because your voice sounds yes. very familiar. Are you sure you? Are you sure you're not calling from Burnley? From Burnley near Manchester, <laughs> the UK. Yes. I, I wish I was calling. I, You've I, got I, to I, laugh I, like I, me. This is like talking to your Australian version of me. It's just really well, weird. Yes, yes, I do. I, it's either Muttley or Woody Woodpecker for me. If anybody remembers Woody Woodpecker or Muttley, 
Uh, that's what I oh, say. I can, I can do, no, I can do, I can do, I can do Woody Woodpecker. Do you want to hear my Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> <Come on, man. laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Um, you so, might just have, so have too much what fun. T- that Aussie <clears throat> voice, that Aussie voice would be, yeah. that Aussie voice would be in your head going, "All right, you two, knock it off, get off." So I will. Good to talk to you, Abby. Yeah, good to talk to you, mate. Cheers. Right, and you can also email me. So I'm getting lots of email me on Abby Roberts at tntradio.live. Um, so please do email me if you don't want to call me. Um, hoping that my picture's back or oh, having a little look here from uh, on the live chat because I've been a little bit neglectful of uh, of uh, oh someone says I never argue. This is male bites. I never argue with a lady. Uh, Oh, Miri, uh, someone's a fan of Miri AF, who's a great uh, writer and commentator on Substack, which is actually where my podcast is, Substack. So if you don't, if you don't, in the, basically in the evenings, I have my own podcast called uh, Abby Daily. Uh, it's every day. Uh, there's a clue in the title, and that's abbyroberts.substack.com. Uh, you can have a little look there, and obviously as well as TNT, my morning show, uh, eight to nine. Uh, let's have another look and see. Um, if we um, if we have any other <laughs> any other comments on oh yes uh, lots of lots of praise for David Curtin Ronald Reagan his Raycan Ronald Reagan said several times if fascism ever returns it will come disguised as liberalism and he wasn't wrong was he he wasn't bloody wrong see i think a lot of the stuff happened has been you know i was watching sex in the city you know the the, the tv program Sarah jessica parker uh, i thought it was really good in sort of the sort of 2000, 2005 i remember watching it and going oh my god this is rewatching it she talks about being fully vaccinated you know when she's going out with the russian guy um alexander petrovsky so they were she was they were thinking about that stuff way back. I'm telling you, it's very, very uh, interesting. Uh, what was, uh, of course, we were all you know busy doing other things at that time. Um, maybe this. Oh, what's this? Uh, they're trying to European farmers. There's lots of stuff going on in Germany now with the tractors. Do we have any other calls? Anyone? Anyone else want to call me? Call me. No, no other calls. I think everyone's a bit shy. Only Siv. Come on, don't leave Siv on his own out in the cold. Maybe people are a bit a, a bit shyer today. I don't know, um, but it would be nice to have some. Uh, oh, people! Someone's put love Siv, S I V, bless him. I'm sure, I know that voice. You know, I'm sure he's not calling from Sydney. Um, so let's have a little look more at the. Oh, we've got another call. We've got Wayne from South Wales. Come in, Wayne. Yes, it's definitely me from South Wales and not from Australia. Hey! Uh, good morning, Abby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Um, How are you ab- doing? Absolutely. Uh, I, well, I've been made to get up early this morning to watch to watch your show, Abby. And um, I've got to be honest, I'm usually quite grumpy in the morning, but I've actually been giggling so much. Thank you. You really brightened my uh, my Tuesday morning up. And how are you? Oh, get, how are you thank you so much. Up early in the morning. How am I getting on with getting up early? Well, well. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite interesting because about literally, uh, yeah, six o'clock. I was like, Ugh. I was like a, I was like a, a creature from the swamp, you know, coming out of my bed, because I'm not a, a morning person, you know. I'm, you know, as you, uh, as you, as you may know, I'm a little bit of a, a night owl. But um, yeah, but it's not. But once you're up, do you know what I mean? You're kind of up, aren't you? That's what I um, 
I think to myself. And then and then when when the cold air hits you, you definitely wake up. So how is that? Whereabouts are you in South Wales? Uh, I'm in Newport in South Wales. Um, uh, with Newport, my partner, we're, we're watching on the TV and uh, absolutely absolutely loving it. Yeah. So keep up the good work. We're we're loving seeing you on the TV in the mornings. Oh bless you, and and you you enjoy David Curtin, yeah. David Curtin is one of my. He's yes. the only politician I actually like. Um, yes, uh, there's, uh, he's just he's just got a, such a nice demeanor, and he reminds me. Can you remember the Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the years ago? Yes. The TV program. He reminds me. He reminds me of Uncle Phil, the uh, <laughs> the, the old guy in it. But yeah, yes. he's just, he's just yeah, yeah. A, a, he is. A, he's just a, a gentle spoken uh, spoken man. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, It'd be yeah. Great. Anyway, he's he's again, wonderful. It would be great to see him on TNT. Yes, yes, absolutely, 100%. Wayne, thanks so much for calling me, my darling, and I will speak to you very soon. We have another call from Maggie, uh, Victoria in Australia. Hello, Maggie, good day. Oh, good, good evening. Amy, it's good evening over here. I'm good evening. To, I'm listening to the Aussie accent of Siv. He's got a very cultured tone, though. So I thought I'd, mm. keep, I'd, I'd represent Victoria because I know he's in Sydney. And I just wanted to let you know I'm loving your show. You've absolutely buggered up my evening meal routine because all I can do is sit here watching you on my pathetic little phone, drinking red wine oh. and stuffing my mouth full of potato chips. And forget about dinner and three veggies and nice balanced diet. Just loving you. Thank you so much for your bravery. And uh, oh, by bless the way, you. you do look a bit like you do look like Marilyn. You really do. I'm going for that. <gasps> well, one. Oh, sweetheart, that's really nice. Yeah, that's so lovely. So, Maggie, and how, um, Victoria, you you went through some uh, t very tough oh. times, didn't you, under the the uh, the fascist regime? Oh. There, it was known as, known as the Socialist Republic of Danistan. That was yes. good old Dan Andrews, but now he's Dan Andrews. Been, oh, yeah, he's been replaced yeah. by a pretty little blonde thing. Who's um, continuing with the agenda? But she, she, you know, she has a different hairstyle, and she doesn't have those huge horn-rimmed glasses, nor does she have those very big ears. But yes, but it, nothing personal. Yes, nothing personal. Nothing personal. And and how and how you um and and um how you do you find a group of people there that you could sort of like survive with? You know, who were awake. It's fantastic. I've yeah. um. I'm an unvaccinated 71-year-old bag. and um, Bless I had you. Oh, Maggie, I love you. The Delta strain couldn't keep me down. I fought my way <sighs> through it. I was crook for two weeks, okay. but I've come out on top. And now, as luck would have it, according to my biology lessons at school, I am immune. So up yours, I say to them. Up yours, up variant your, up, Exactly, up yours, Maggie, indeed. Absolutely. And you know what? When you say it in an Australian accent, it sounds so much better. Up yours. <laughs> I love it. Up I love yours, it. And, 70, and you sound you sound amazing. And please, you know, I just love the fact that, you know, you, you now, you, you know, you you watch me, listen to me, whatever. I love mm. it and with your red wine. So please yeah. continue to do so and um, call in whenever you want. Call in whenever you want Thank to say you. hi and tell me what you're up to. All power to you. Okay. Onward and upwards. Bye. Yes, onward and upward, my darling. Take it easy. Thanks, Maggie. Right, let's have a let's, let's have a little look. That was Maggie in Victoria, Australia. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit emotional, honestly. Um, it's not it's not perimenopause. 
I'm probably over the other side of that by now. Well, just just during the show, you probably saw me sweating. Um, I'm definitely this is Chris Littlewood. Hello, Chris on live chat. We've got a um, couple of minutes. I'm definitely a convert to TNT. This was the best comp commute into work ever. I was literally laughing out loud with sad bastards looking at me like I was some sort of retard. Thanks, Abby. Put me in a great mood. Well, that's what I want to do. You see, put people in a great mood. Um, chat to you know, chat to real people. Look at the the serious stuff because we have got a fight on our hands. But people like Maggie, Chris, Wayne, my friend Wayne in South Wales. You know, we've got good people. David Curtin. We've got very good people all over the world who are part of the resistance. And nothing is going to get us down. Like I said, I was arrested. I'll tell you more uh, in de depth about the story later in the week. Um, let's have a look. Siv, uh, Trudy. Hello, Trudy, my love. Trudy put, Siv is your new sidekick. Brilliant. <laughs> I love the fact, though, Siv goes, like, chat, chat, chat. And then he literally goes, bye-bye. And he's just, he's gone. He's like a sort of an elusive. Does he actually exist, Siv? Maybe it's just in my head. Um Malcolm X warned of liberals. Very interesting. He did indeed. Malcolm X said anyone could be trusted apart from the the you know liberal left in America. I thought I thought it was fascinating. Great documentaries about him, Malcolm X. Um, Chris, uh, somebody's put Lisa's put good for you. This is Chris Littlewood's comment about definitely a convert. Good for you. Don't let the sados get you down. Boridar Wayne. That's male bites. Lovely, lovely. Well done, Wayne. Oh, beautiful. Uh, ten hours last, ten hours sleep last night, and I feel like going back to sleep. It's because of the cold. It's because of the cold. Um, we've got news coming up in a minute. Um, let's have a, just, just have a little few, a few more look at the, the the live chat. I want to say hello to Jules and Mr. Jules, who are up in Dundee as well. Um, uh, I want to say hello to Jan Newell as well, because I know she uh, watches the show, listens slash watches. Hello to Ellie, uh, my sister, who I know is watching, I think, or listening. Um, Mog Mogden says, morning tribesters was driving oh, to work, so couldn't see who the troll was. Was it the same guy that used to slag off Katie? No, I think I think this is a different troll. I'm not sure. Um, we need a Waynetta to go with a Wayne. Uh, someone's put, um, Natalie's put, love Maggie. Um, yes, good on you, Maggie. Got a lot of love for Maggie. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Oi, 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 Maggie. Oi, Maggie. We're going to have to, I'll come, we're going to develop little things. You'll see little things that people will go, that's what Abby Roberts does. I'll be Abby Roberts show at TNT. Um, Sandy Beach, great show. Abs, loving it. Robert Hancock, hey, uh, hey, Abs. Oh, it's just gone. We we in Australia don't have an accent. <laughs> I think that's probably not true, but um, I will try and get it better because I know it's like a little bit uh, goes a little bit cowboy, fosh and chops now and again. Um, Trudy, love the show, Abs. Lifted my shitty mood no no end. That's that's my job. Um, yes, Lisa, I'm in tears. You are fab, Abs. Great show. Uh, Stefano Judge, great show, Abby. Love Sue and Steve. Sue and Steve! Roundabout. They'll be they'll be on. Uh, honestly, I've got so many great guests coming up over the you will not believe it. Now we are I've got to leave you. Oh no! No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, honestly, thanks for joining me. Um, so God bless you all. And I'll be back tomorrow with the Abby Roberts show. 
be seeing you.